This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Welcome to Quality Time. My name is Anthony Nicolosi. And I'm Skyler Sokol. And uh, we are KO Koala Entertainment. This is Quality Time, our podcast. Today we are talking about the extremely contentious, highly debatable, extremely exciting, fiery topic, console versus PC. Sorry, you should put the better one first. So PC versus console PC, is the order you should say it. Not alphabetical. <laughs> PC versus console. Uh, the verses, what does that refer to? What are we comparing? Uh, that's true. Yeah. What what do we we want is what (laughs) I think we should probably like go down a list, right? Come up with things we want to compare and go through them. So like we can compare like sales numbers for games. Maybe. I don't know if you have the data on that, but that would be very interesting that I don't, that would be like fantastic part two. Maybe that'll be a part two kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So for this week, why don't we just go qualitative off the cuff, how we're feeling. And then next week we can get into the numbers and stuff. Yeah. Even though I, um, I do think, uh, uh, having like having an agenda or a list, an itinerary, if you will, of how we want to step through it is not, is not a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, I agree. We can we can prep some, get some cool numbers for you guys. Uh, you can also give us feedback if you're listening to that. Hit us up on Instagram, on Discord, etc., and tell us you know how do you want us to compare it? What do you take into account when somebody comes up to you? If you're a PC kid and a console kid comes up, he's like, "Console's better." What do you tell him? And if he's you're got a console Dorito kid, dust smeared all over his face, if you're he's a got console Mountain Dew kid, in his what hand. do you say against PC? So yeah, let us know, and we'll talk about it on the next time. I um. Here, here's where we can start. Here's where we can start. Which okay. is better in terms of price? This is not uh, as direct of an answer as it appears. Because no, this is a really interesting discussion. Actually, yeah. you may. So why don't you talk about console pricing? Right. So console pricing generally. Go- I mean, we are also. Uh, it's worth saying uh, moving into a new era, right, of console pricing in which consoles are. Traditionally, consoles were released about once every seven-ish years. A console generation lasted around seven years. It generally came out at some at some price point um, that ev- eventually lowered as the generation went on, and you know, hardware costs came down. Um, but uh, if if we use the last generation as an example, and and different different platforms price their consoles at different spots that's something we'll talk about like nintendo versus like what sony and microsoft have done we could say like pretty much any time between 200 and 500 dollars right that's like pretty much in all consoles was there something at 200 wasn't the wii like 250 um you might be right i thought it was 300 but it could 300 yeah um but yeah i was gonna say like three to five hundred to five hundred yeah 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 um, so it's more or less three to five hundred, and as the generation goes on, they oftentimes will get cheaper. Nintendo, not as much, but um, like at least for Microsoft and Sony, they do drop a little bit in price. Um, now for PC, you you might if you're a if you're a person who's not familiar with the space, you might look at PC and you're like, hey, if I want to build a PC right now and I don't have anything, it's probably going to cost me somewhere between one to two k ish. If you also include monitor and stuff, but Are you about to talk about PC pricing instead of like me talking. No, about no, PC I was going to say, do you want to break down for <laughs> us the reality of the pricing and how that actually shakes out? It was a legit 
uh, fucking transition. I wasn't. Yeah, ready it was for legit. It. It was I? It was beautiful. pretty professional. T- Toby in the chat confirms the original Wii was two fifty. Okay. Um. Okay. So anyway. So yeah. So PC pricing. If you want to get like the highest end PC, I mean, you, the the sky's the limit, right? You could pay up to like ten thousand dollars for a PC. Right. But if you want a PC that can run like most modern games at a reasonable in a reasonable way, um, probably around the level of consoles, you probably are only paying between five hundred and a thousand dollars max. Um, probably with with all the peripherals, probably around a thousand, I would say, to make like your very first PC from scratch with nothing in it between probably between seven fifty and a thousand to make that it is really comparable to, to whatever console is out at the time. I would think so. Maybe even a little less. You could probably get it by with like seven hundred, seven fifty at the low end. Um, but once you have that, once you have your peripherals and everything, upgrading to the next console generation is trivial, right? Instead of having to buy a new thing, you buy like one part. You buy a new graphics card you upgrade your RAM a little bit, right? So with the PC, you can slowly put more and more money into it, building up on the same PC and making it better and better and better. Um, so in the end, right, even though the console like lump sum is less, the PC requires, you don't have to buy a brand new thing. It's sort of like the like Apple model versus like the other models, right? Apple's like, oh, your phone's broken? We'll just get you just need to replace it with a brand new one. That's sort of the console idea as well. Whereas PC is more like, I'm gonna stick with it, I'm gonna improve it as we go kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's more of a long term investment on the PC side. Um, Definitely. I mean I've had my PC for ten years now, I think. Uh eight, nine years, something like that. What and it's still say? and I've upgraded one time. I've upgraded it. I was gonna say, what you, what would you say is like the oldest part you have? Like how old is it? Like since when you initially it, the got majority it? of the PC is yeah, is that old. So the only thing that's newer is the graphics card. Would uh if if you were to range it like many PC games will have, like you said, a range of performance and you know graphical quality yeah. and all this stuff um what would you say yours plays them at like if i can play most games at the top settings like um ultra, not with perfect fps what? but i can play them probably on high with perfect fps like valorant or what valorant you... i can play on the top settings with great fps okay cool yeah um but valorant's very low requiring right I, like i'm talking about like some crazy i don't know death stranding or some shit yeah i was telling skylar that uh you know if I went ham on PC. The kind of person I am, it would almost for sure be a, a roughly 2K investment because of like my desire for whatever level quality of stuff. Um, and so from that perspective, for me, it's like, do I drop 500, let's say, on the new console, on the new Xbox, and be satisfied with the limitations that that offers? Or do I make an investment into... Um, a PC. It was something I debated. Uh, I ended up going with a gaming laptop because I also for development and all the stuff. And that was, you know, mobility and portability was important to me. Um, as you can see, quality time. I'm all over the place in the podcast. I move all around. Answering but- Toby in the chat. I, uh, I I can play Witcher 3 on Mac settings. Um, so, yeah, it it's good. I even think I even downloaded like HD textures to play it on even better. Look even better. And I can still play it on Mac. So, Sean, like, yep. we have somebody in chat. Is he saying that his PC is 5K? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean has a really nice PC, but he's Damn. put a lot. But he's been building it up over a long time, right? He didn't pay 5K in one lump sum, and that's the thing, right? You can invest over time, and yep. I think one of the big reasons this is great, right, is because you get access to like um, pl- making games look even better than they look on console, and this is an important distinction from PC because 
in general pc games running at max settings with like mod because people add third-party mods to pc games that improve the graphics even further like skyrim and the witcher for example can't look they look way better on pc especially if you install these hd textures and because of the like performance ability of pc it can run them if you did that on the console versions they wouldn't run because right. all like console games already push to their absolute limit yeah. right like yeah. they are at the max they can't there's no way they can be improved anymore and still run well so that's like one really cool advantage is that especially if you're like if you decide to wait a little bit on a game and then buy it cheap on pc later which we'll get to why that's a thing you can do on pc all the time um it's really cool because then you can like on skyrim install these hd textures and you get an amazing like visual experience that you couldn't get on console one way i describe the difference between a console and a pc to skylar is like it's it's comparing a ford to a ferrari kind of a thing like you can take a pc as far as you want and you could, as you said, like you could build a comparative Ford, if you will, for a similar initial investment anyway. But um, the from from my perspective, there's no argument in regards to like how you can. It's not a question of which one can you push further or which one can run games better or or anything like that. That all goes to PC if you want to put in the investment to do that, right? Um, yep. I think the reason. So if you're looking at price too, um, the consoles are priced at a point, it's aimed at a certain demographic, right? A certain demographic of the gaming market. Uh, and I think a lot of what consoles are is is just meant for that demographic, a gamer who is basically not wanting to put in the investment necessary um, or that's possible on PC or just like plays more casually and generally does you know they just want to buy something at a price that you just plug in and it just works and you don't need to know anything else and it it just works right yeah i call back to the mac versus the mac pc kind of thing here like this is like similar to a mac versus a pc you buy a mac because you want it to just like work but like or like you know, iPhone versus Android. To you miss even out on extent. a lot of customization. You miss out on a lot of potential. But some people don't care about that, right? They just want to turn it on and play their fucking game. And yeah, who cares if it could look better? It looks fine for that, right? They're satisfied with how it looks and they're satisfied with how it performs on console, whatever, right? Yeah. This is why also you get like every console generation, you know, the console players are like, yeah, 60 FPS. And the PC guys are like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I play, yeah. you know, I play. I'm like, my games, my, my normal is 144 FPS, yeah. like on so, pretty much every game I play. This is why uh, <laughs> you see the poo-pooing that happens. If you're a console player and you just like, don't understand why this can happen i mean the the pc is just leagues ahead uh objectively in regards to what's capable how far you can push these games it's, from a developer the way it works for developers right for developers who are going to target a pc and a console you essentially the console is like a particular pc target in a lot of regards there's they they heavily optimize it for that hardware like skylar alluded to like there's stories from the PS3 in that generation, like the PS3 had this weird hardware architecture where like studios had to invest significant amounts of time to get as much as they could out of that hardware. Um, so it wasn't just a straight, clean... I mean, this is actually the case for our game too, right? The reason why we are implement- we're making this game right now for PC and Xbox is because essentially Xbox is just like a mid-range or low-end whatever PC target. Like well, and also with the existence of Unreal Engine in these engines, they have the ability to compile games to run on consoles relatively easily as well. Right. 
So, um, like, it's become way more accessible nowadays to develop games for both. Yeah, I think the platform holders, at least Microsoft and Sony, have um, done good, you know, significant steps forward in that regard for developers. Um, so, that's that's one thing. Yeah. So let's move on to a new topic, and the topic I would like to move on to is game selection. Okay. So I think one advantage consoles had in the past was, and some somewhat still today, but it was way more in the past, was uh, exclusive games. Um, and Xbox and PlayStation used to, like the PS3 and the Xbox 360 had so many games, and the, especially the original Xbox and the PS2 had games that were never going to be on PC. There was no chance. And then it started getting a little more, and nowadays, most games come out on PC, either when they're at launched, or eventually they are ported to PC. Like Death Stranding, for example, comes out on PC soon, even though... So it didn't launch on PC, but it is coming out on PC, and it will never see a Microsoft console, right? Yeah. So, one benefit you get from PC now is you do get generally access to a the widest library of games possible yeah i would agree with that i i think that is an accurate synopsis of everything like used to be different um now you see i mean you see uh, you know the uh, microsoft is pushing stuff like xbox game pass and stuff so heavily they really don't give a shit where you play it uh no, yeah microsoft is really trying to like push the pc market uh, hugely yeah. all of microsoft's first party studios are publishing not only on pc through the microsoft store and on xbox but even steam now so even steam, yeah and but i mean there is to say like the last of us 2 that's not coming to steam i doubt we will God ever see war, that on steam i don't think god of war i don't think we'll ever see that on steam right or although on PC horizon at all. zero dawn uh was one from last generation ps4 that i heard was coming to pc it, i might be remembering that incorrectly interesting maybe it was a rumor but yeah i mean like those games and granted like those are considered some of the best games on the playstation console right so yeah from the even previous though you generation. have this huge library of games you could argue that you potentially don't get access to the absolute best gems that come out of the console yeah especially the sony consoles because as you said nowadays microsoft consoles it's unlikely we'll ever see another first party microsoft game be not on pc right quite frankly the series x uh the rumored series x even the one x that i have they're essentially just like highly customized pcs that are just Right, you know, a, a simplified version of like the Windows OS that's just meant to focus on running games and stuff, or right, at least yeah. to prioritize that. Um, yeah, it's really interesting this game selection thing, and um, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think PC sort of takes it here, but the argument you could say is right. You may not get access to these best Sony titles specifically, and we can't leave out like the best maker of exclusive games on the market, in my opinion, which is Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we've been talking Xbox and yep. Uh, PlayStation, but we haven't really mentioned Nintendo consoles. And in my opinion, Nintendo makes the best exclusives of anyone, right? And their games are really exclusive. Yep. Like, no Nintendo game has ever come anywhere else, generally. Unless they're really old. Well, um, or they were owned by a different property. Not only that, but I think Nintendo more so than the other two, like, much more so than the other. Like, the actual hardware that they ship with um, comes with a lot of novelty and functionality and features that you can't just, like, play on pc correct right yeah not only do we have these games that are only coming to their consoles but we have like the switch controller the wiimote that kind of stuff that doesn't translate directly to pc without getting extra peripherals so like yeah that and i i honestly think if you really want to win the pc versus console argument for console 
the only place to look at in the present day. I, I think in the past there were a lot more arguments, but in the present day, Nintendo's like the only place you can look for a really strong argument to win for console. Yeah, I mean, overall... I'm not trying to win anything. I I think right. the console is when I say you, I mean the yeah, royal yeah, 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 you, yeah. not you. I think I think console is the right decision for a certain demographic of gamer um, who wants to minimize investment, minimize with dealing things. We have Sean in chat saying messing with all the settings to get a game to run optimally on my machine gets old. So like that's yeah. like I, it's something I talked with Skylar before. It's like something I'm definitely one of those people who just like wants to plug it in and it just works. And it's true. I take a degradation in performance and et cetera. But like, I just like don't really care. I, that's also partly maybe due to the fact that I have less time, you know, maybe uh, there's this, this segment of the market, you know, you have a lot of, uh, at least okay that, that that's not true i was going to say like uh, a certain segment of like from an age perspective but i don't think that's necessarily true um yeah anyway you so, you, you have that now for for nintendo though i totally before to not get off of that totally agree if somebody were to ask me right now they're come up to me like hey i can only buy one console what should i get i would absolutely recommend the nintendo switch before all the others outside of the game selection things that we talked about for microsoft which in my opinion you makes it like if you if you have a pc and you can play something you can just play them there um and if uh, even though the playstation like single player first party exclusives were so good this previous generation it's again like the novelty of the experiences uh for switch i i feel like if you're considering a console maybe the hearth you know that venue that we talked about previously like playing uh in like a common area with other people might be a priority for you um, based off of the kinds of people who buy consoles in a casual setting. Nintendo's got the best games for that setting, in my opinion. We've talked about that before. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just, it's true that we have Evan here in chat saying Nintendo can't play COD or, you know, some no, of these so, other. And so that's what I was just Googling on my phone. A Call of Duty is actually on Switch. Are they? Is the it? New, the the, 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 the re- most recent game. Yes, that's correct. Skyrim is also on, was released on Switch. Doom. They're releasing um, Doom on Switch. Yep. They're released like all of the, previously Nintendo really shied away from these kinds of games, but recently they've like, they're all in. They're getting all the ports. I think Witcher 3 is on Switch too or coming to Switch. I'm not sure you um, might be right. Yeah, and I mean, you did mention like PC had, or PS4 had some of the best exclusives of the last generation, but like we have to say Breath of the Wild, we have to talk about Mario Odyssey, right? Those games were rated on the same level, if not higher, than those exclusives. So like, I don't know, Nintendo has a niche of the market that like no one is touching. They're like they really stand alone. Like we have this like PC, Xbox, PlayStation circle of competition, and then we have Nintendo over here like just chilling, dude. Do whatever like, the fuck they want. Yeah, right. But I, I think they, uh, just to um, underline this point again, I think they justify that those decision-making with the fact that they take their hardware and software um, integration so seriously, right? They they really, they, they make, they, they uh, take, they create experiences that take advantage of the hardware, of the special features that the hardware is providing, whether it's like, in this case, the portability of the Switch or whatever, so... Um, yeah, it's really interesting. So moving on to another topic, why don't we talk about game pricing? Okay. Um, this is one thing I think maybe actually has improved for console over recent times. But in the past, console rarely had sales on games. When you were buying your games non-digitally on console at like GameStop and shit, unless you were buying them used, they were full price always, yeah, like basically day, yeah. forever, yeah. right? 
And but PC forever has always had sales. Steam since its inception has like thrived on sales. Games even nowadays though, like games that are selling at sixty bucks on Steam will go on sale in like the first three months after release for like a small discount. Right? And that still doesn't happen on console. But you can talk about how sales on console are more prevalent now or if you think that's the case. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't. Re- I don't think I can really talk about that uh, without mentioning the subscription services that have appeared, right? Yeah. Like uh, Game Pass. And, and interestingly enough, so um, first of all, well, I do you agree- have anything on regular sales first? Yeah, yeah. First of all, I agree with you in that that is how it used to be with the consoles. I remember very specifically, like in the PS2 and I want to say the PS3 era, you would wait for like some of those games to get their ultimate edition. Like I don't remember how many years ago. I mean, years later, that's like half yeah. the I mean, price. that shit still happens, right? Yeah. It still does happen. Um, but it's true. In retail, like, I see more sales happening in the digital space. I don't think they're really happening as 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 uh, frequently in the retail space. I think you see really. still more like the standard full, either 60 or 50, and then there's some drop-off later. Like, more or less just two price points, you know? Um, I do agree with you. I do think I'm seeing more of those sales digitally. I don't think I know... An- I, I can't accurately say like if it happens as frequently as as uh, it does on Steam. I know that like Steam in particular does such a fantastic job with its wish listing system and like notifying you when shit goes on sale. Like I've bought in several things that I still haven't played, but <laughs> because of this, right? Like me too. I buy shit all the time. I just bought Yakuza Zero, a game I've like known about for a long time. I've never played it. I like thought about maybe playing it someday. Steam summer sale comes around. It's like this game is on sale. I'm like what? Yeah. And it's like it was like. Uh, one third of the normal price. Like it was like twenty bucks or something. No less, like fifteen bucks. And then you could get the two other games in the series with that in a bundle for twenty seven dollars. That would normally be seventy five dollars. And I was just like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. And now I've played like nine, ten hours of Yakuza Zero and had a great time. And that would have never happened if there wasn't a sale. Yeah, no, for sure. So yeah, overall, I would say um for the consoles it still just generally seems like a full price thing um full full price is is what you should expect i don't really expect significant sales for some of the bigger titles and this is again more thinking like xbox and ps4 because uh nintendo games like seem to like never go on sale no i and and nintendo games are usually priced higher at their original price point too the same game on steam that you can buy on the switch is almost always at least ten dollars more expensive on switch it actually blows my mind that they've done that yeah somehow everyone like okay and people still do (laughs) it because nintendo that's because nintendo's over here in this bubble where they can literally charge more for a game and it'll sell yeah no it's true now so um (laughs) There was um, a metric that on an IGN podcast they confirmed last week I was listening to it. The average console player buys two games a year. That's crazy to me. That's it. So I I buy like two games a week. I know. (laughs) Now, again, keep in mind uh, they're generally like a full price AAA title. So think that they roughly spend maybe 120 bucks a year buying games on games and that's probably similar to how much well that's probably less than i spend but i am in the like yeah above game purchasing kind of person but 120 dollars a year i think is not that makes it sound less crazy yeah for sure um however you know the rise of this subscription stuff like with game pass what many students so no more robots publisher um i can't i'm I'm spacing his name right now but he went on twitter today to say 
Mike, you're right. His name is Mike something. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike. Uh, for some reason, I want to say Mike Rose, but that might be wrong. Um, that's right. That's right. It, I think that's correct. Okay. Um, he actually went on today. He's already talked about previously on how, so they, he, No More Robots published Senders, yeah. which is a BMX game. Um, and uh, he has already been public about how Xbox Game Pass has been so um, beneficial for them. Today, he he reiterated that, and he said that they uh they've tripled sales on Xbox since going into Game Pass. They just re-signed another Game Pass deal. And um, when you look at it, you know, here, here's 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 because I've had this subsequent experience that I think is also playing into why Descenders and games like it are seeing success from um. Up through Game Pass because you 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 pay ten dollars a month for a subscription, and you get access to all these like there's like I think over two hundred titles that you can download and just play as long as you have the subscription, you just play them. Um, however, also while you have while your subscription is active, you get a discount on games, right? So on one one thing, this has been. A, like even for me but i like they microsoft has um touted many times maybe we can have those actual literal numbers for people on the next one but they've they've said people have been playing so many more games like trying out so many more games like trying more games yeah because especially like the indie or more obscure titles that they wouldn't normally touch that are on which game makes Pass. sense yeah, right really like, cool. that makes sense yeah and and um, i mean i i'll say i even bought a game xbox game pass so that i could play sea of thieves because i was like yeah i want to try sea of thieves oh i can get it for one dollar yeah. right now for a month <laughs> like of course and then i canceled it and it was fine right yeah. and i played sea of thieves for i got like 20 hours of sea of thieves in that month yeah like, shit if nothing else if you just want to try out the microsoft exclusives just buy it for the month the games come out and then you know um, right it's crazy i mean the, it doesn't sound sustainable financially to me and it blows my mind if this manages to maintain the price point it is at and stay as like widespread as it is i will be very impressed i i don't understand how it is financially viable for them yeah i mean they yeah i would love to know the details if we ever go on game pass and we have the ability to discuss any of it we will tell that info yeah for sure but um yeah it makes sense because you know from a psychological standpoint the average console player is not thinking i should only buy two games this year right it's just how it ends up shaking out so when you have game pass you're being able to, you're getting access to these games and playing them already and then you see ooh it's on you know it's discounted or whatever and you like it and maybe or whatever it 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 kind of makes sense right especially on these like um lower price titles like the indie titles or like these double a you know kind of things where you know it's like hey this thing's already at a discount might as well buy it you see they i don't know it's weird to me it. i wouldn't be doing that like if i had a game pass i don't know why i would purchase the games if i was going to plan to keep the game pass i thought that too Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it just does because I think you maybe I if if people are like You're me. You're like, "Oh, I might run out of Game Pass at some point and I want this game around." Or or you're thinking like, "I think I might be good on Game Pass." You know, I think I've gotten what I want out of it. So I'll buy it now and then I'll stop Game Pass. But, you know, and data you shows you never pass. stop Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I guess that's like a sort of slimy way to get people to spend more money. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's not really slimy because people have full free will over whether they do it's it or not. It's just the not reality of human it. beings. Yeah, this is why these just subscription the services have become so yeah. prevalent. Yeah, the data shows people just, I mean, to be honest, right? I just purchased like this like PDF editor for like $8 a month thing. It had a what? free trial at the beginning, right? So I was like, uh-huh. okay. I can not forget to cancel this thing. And I set yep. like 20 reminders because if not, I forget. I remember I paid for 
I, it was some other kind of like trivial software like this, uh, some one-time scanning of something. And I paid like two months subscription on that because I just like didn't I, give a shit. Like a uh, hot tip for all you uh, subscription noobs out there. Most subscriptions, when you get the free trial, you can cancel it immediately yeah. and it will maintain the subscription until it ends. Which is so, what happened to me uh, on this hot- PDF thing. Highly recommend you do that. Cancel it immediately. Yeah. Don't, don't don't reminders. Wait. Don't be like do I'm what you gotta do. Yeah. If you can, like, you can literally sign up and cancel it that like the minute after. That's what I always do, and then you still have it for that month or whatever. Yep. So anyway, that's Ugh. I think that's changing the um, the console landscape significantly, and also uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's that. I wanted to also talk about from a perspective. Uh, on the pricing, I know we're getting close to wrapping up here. I just wanted to say um, something that I think we are going to see this coming console generation that already has been around a little bit. It's actually how I'm paying for the Xbox One X are these uh, basically monthly payment plans options. So um, I am paying, I think, like... To echo your previous statement from earlier in the podcast, something that PCs have done forever. <laughs> you can pay... You, really? For- yeah, almost every PC part website will let you do monthly plans to buy parts and stuff cool or like or like if you buy something from origin pc for example although grand they're getting effed right now on allegations um you uh you can pay monthly for that kind of stuff as well okay that's cool yeah i mean in this case it was like uh i think it's like a 35 dollar a month charge that pays mm-hmm. the xbox one x that pays your xbox live and your game pass so like um for that particular demographic that's looking at consoles, that's going to make it, especially like right now, which, you know, quite frankly, like the economy is not awesome. In the end times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, having, it, it's like the phone model, right? The iPhone financing. Right. Like leasing the phone, yeah. And there's these, there's there's reason to believe that, um, at least at least on the Microsoft side of things, Nintendo's going to do whatever the fuck they want, but and we'll see what PS does. But they are moving towards these like iterative releases, kind of like phones. Like you have like uh, it, it's not just seven years before you see Interesting. the next generation. You, uh, we should uh, talk more about that next time, maybe, or maybe we should do a podcast dedicated to the new consoles where we just talk about them. I think maybe would be a good place for that. Yep, sounds good. All right. Well, where can people find us you, so that they can yell at us and tell us what we should talk about in part two? You can find us at kokoalaentertainment.com. There you'll find links to all our social media hand uh, play, spots, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Get on YouTube. We're starting to put out some goodness over there, um, including Ooh. an upcoming video about the PlayStation 5 and why its SSD is and isn't a big deal and what it enables for those first-party studios. We will Did be you guys see about that, that Ratchet and Clank demo? Bang. Holy That's going to be a big part of that video. <laughs> um, so, yeah, find us there. But most of all, find us on our Discord. That's where you can talk to us. Uh, yep. That's where we'll chat it up with you if you want. And that's also where you can start participating, right, Skylar, in our uh, in our universe, in the universe of our upcoming Agora, game. Ludwig Kane. <laughs> the reveal of Ludwig Kane. For those who have received their milestone rewards, you know what we're talking Spoiler about. Spoiler alert. We have uh, already begin to begun to drip uh, feed some lore goodness for our upcoming game. So if you want to get a sneak peek at that, um, and uh, yeah, just hang out with the very stellar community, including the guys who are we've been referencing here live in chat. Uh, yeah, join the Discord. Again, easiest way to find everything, kokoalaentertainment.com. And consider supporting our studio with some <gasps> sweet merch if you're on YouTube. Oh, that shirt, yeah, that's the new shirt. That, it's so sick. It is extremely sick. I agree. And so did Instagram Live. Uh, it is going live Send later this week. 
and we have some <laughs> holographic stickers oh, the, while Skyler's right. giving the outro. Holographic first edition Charizards. Yeah, ultra rare, extremely legendary. I mean, right now they actually are super rare. Ying, ying, ying. Yeah, so uh, get them. Yeah, they are super rare because we're low on inventory because people are buying them because we don't have that many. Nice. All right. Well, talk to you guys next week. Part two. Console versus PC. Hasta la vista. PC Master Race. (laughs) Goodbye. Bang.